Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. No, that is not the, the French candlestick. I was trying to be Elvis. Viva Las Vegas. We can go out together. We're suspicious, but we're suspicious. I can't help falling in love with you. Now, I think you're attributing what you just did to being thrown off because of your scratchy voice, but it really has nothing to do with that because if Elvis doesn't go on out on stage and go, oh, he's never done that. That's not a thing. There's no matter how much. It sounds like Ruby Air doing blurred lines. Yeah. I think maybe you meant to go, uh, no, no, I meant to go. Oh. <laughs> but you know, honestly, Lumiere oh, would oh, do. Here's lines. my thing. I always do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I'm you all shook up. <laughs> yeah, you know you want it. All right. Everybody get up. All right. Now we're speaking my language. Hell yeah. Oh man, I just can't. I can't forget when MJ and I were in San Diego in this bar called the Trailer Park Bar oh. and then we were both taking pickleback shots. Uh, this is weeks ago. Take me back. And, um, and then Blurred Lines started playing and I was like, what year is it? Yeah, you know, the problem with Blurred Lines is it kind of slaps. Yeah. That's the problem. It's very upsetting. I hate how much. You guys know how often it gets stuck in my head. It's and a it's lot. Like, it's so, it's like, it's, we were all right to say how bad it was back then, but now it doesn't feel harmful anymore. It just feels dumb, you know? So like now when it comes on the bar, if I've had a pickleback, I cannot, it's like my body will just start dancing to it, even though my brain well, is I, like, I, I, I hate mass. to bring it to it's you guys. Pickleback. It's pickleback. Usher has dropped out of doing the Super Bowl, so they have actually booked just the song Blurred, Blurred Lines, lines <laughs> for the entire Super Bowl. They're going to just keep bringing out different people to feature on it, but it will be just Blurred lines for a full like 10 15 minutes do you think they'll have barry manilow come out and be like you know you, you want it this cock hanging out of his pants his flaccid dick just hang out of his barry. pants there's a british woman being like, i like his penis but i like the other man's penis more i think i'll go with the other man blue you gotta go oh it's barry manilow oh That's my god right. naked attraction on the brain oh Staring yes holden's thinking about naked attraction jackie's thinking about barry manilow 
Bartolo because she just got back from Vegas. I just got back from Vegas and I can just feel his spirit in Vegas. But um, I didn't go see Barry Manilow this time oh. because uh, I think Barry Manilow is getting ready for his Christmas special, oh, which nice. yes, I'm very excited about coming out. I thought you were going to say getting ready for his own death. No, how dare you, MJ? <laughs> I would never be so rude <laughs> as to say that. No, but um, we did have Jeff planned for me for our first wedding anniversary a weekend of magic which is what we kept referring to it as and one night we watched we went to go see Penn and Teller and the next night we went to go see Chris Angel's Mind Freak and I will say the two couldn't be any more different of shows. <laughs> really? I can't even tell you which one I enjoyed more but I think my answer was Penn and Teller. I would, I would, I mean, you know, actually, I'm pretty sure Chris Angel's probably an amazing show, but yeah, I, I Chris feel Angel like- puts on, I will say, if you want to roll up to a show where you're kind of half cocked and yeah. you're like, I'm going to go gamble all night long, I mean, you're up in your seats, you're screaming, there's pyrotechnics, there's half naked women everywhere, yeah. and they're all like slithering all over the stage, like, it's insane, but then Penn and Teller, not, they don't need all of the, like- Hubbub. Just two simple guys. But I did get called up on stage no. to be a part of a magic wow. trick. I can't believe that I did. I was like, maybe it's just my face. Wow. Um, Jeff got us crazy uh, fun tickets for it too. So I got called up on stage. And I don't want to like ruin whatever the trick was. But all I got to say is, I don't know how the hell they did it. Oh my it was like God. the kind of thing, but well, here's the I thing, think that's guys. that's kind of the idea. <laughs> I know, but okay, all right. Magic, sometimes you go in with magic with a little bit of like, you know, a chip on your shoulder where right. you're like, I know that there's ways in which you're doing all these things, but when the edibles kick in right as you're being oh called God, on yeah. stage... And I was just so, and I was like, my name's Jackie. Jeff is like, he's like, you had this look on your face like you were the most excited person <laughs> that Pendulet has ever met in well, his to be, life. To be fair, I think you did get some more Botox recently because your eyebrows are on the top of your forehead. Top, all which the way up top. <laughs> no, I haven't gotten more tox. I have gotten another tattoo since we last yeah, spoke. Yeah, it looks awesome, Jackie. Thank you so much. Um, but no, I got called up on stage and it was like the kind of thing when like he said the number of like whatever the thing that I did was I like my mouth just like oh like like I was a cartoon just like what like I lost my mind. I love that you were so high. I think that's just oh my god. So I was great. so I was too high to be on the stage. I can, I, I was that's very my scared. Nightmare. Yeah, like I the idea scary. of being like I'm high and in the audience and I'm watching a magic show. I better get really high because I'm in the audience of a magic, of a magic show. show and suddenly. Suddenly you're in the magic show. Yes. And then you're Terrifying. just like on stage. And I just, uh, I mean, also though, like Jeff and I were like dressed to kill. So like I was looking good. I was feeling good. Wow. And um, I helped them successfully. I will say it's crazy how often you can see how many times the people that they choose screw up the magic tricks. Really? Because of how many times they have to be like, okay, do you know the difference between the, like, this one's a spade, this one's a heart, this one's a diamond, wow. like, like that kind of thing of, like, how, and be like, you look at your card, you look at your card, right? Look at your card again. You know what that card's, and people would still screw up the trick. Like, wow. then the girl would be like, eight of spades, and then, and he's like, and she's like, oh, I mean the other one. Oh. 
And he's like, you just screwed up, though. He's like, you just... <laughs> I asked you if you knew what that's the card hilarious. suits but then that's, were. But then they're just like getting laughs off of that. Right? Yes, of course. Oh, yeah. Wow. This is everything that you're telling me is blowing my mind. Because I got to be honest, the idea of going to a magic show does not sound that fun to me. Really? Bro, I would love to go to a magic show. Are you show. kidding me? Like MJ, a really big one? I, you loved whimsy. I, I do love whimsy. I guess. Okay, so. I what I okay to finish the sentence. It doesn't sound that fun to me until I heard you and Jeff started talking about your weekend of magic, and then I was like, I, and I loved Vegas so much when I was there. I was like, probably any show in Vegas is going to be fun. Yeah, like, and a magic show, of course, it will be fun, especially if you got a bag of edibles that you're chomping on. So, like, I do get it, but I never like watched. You know, uh, what's his name? David Copperfield. I never did the, I never was into that type of magic. But you love puppets. In my head, that goes hand in hand. No, I know. I don't know what's wrong with me. I think that I had some sort of, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me. It was never something I, I, I think I was just like, it's all illusions or whatever. But like, that's the whole fun part. But how do they do it? Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know. I, I'm not saying I'm right. Like many things I say on this show, I'm not saying I'm right. It's just something that I am unpacking. I don't think, but, but the idea of somebody messing up a magic trick live on, like something, people being uncomfortable on stage makes me very uncomfortable. Although mm. Penn and Teller are pros, so they must have been totally fine, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, they, they, they're they just so, they're just, it's almost like they've been doing it for 50 years. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm trying to turn the corner on audience interact. I think I'd have more fun with it at a magic show where it's a lot more, but I think I'd be like freaked out about being called on. You know, to go well because you have no idea what you're about to do. Right, it brings me back to anytime you're in a stand-up show, you Uh, never, ever, ever want to be called on. Yeah, and so I think I have a lot of residual panic about the idea (laughs) of ever being called. It's not that extreme for me, for MJ, ever, ever, ever (laughs) in your life, you ever want to be called on? The ruin. (laughs) What did they do, MJ? They were like, stupid, stupid, MJ, like the whole audience, like. Pants them, you know what I mean? Well, you know how, I mean, the comedians will say things to try to shock and they'll make fun of you and they will get dirty and they'll do all sorts of things. You don't know what's going to happen if you get called on by a stand-up. And so I have a big block about it. But yeah, if you get called on in Vegas at a magic show, it would be wonderful. And so this is, I'm just saying, my mind is opening up to some possibilities here that I hadn't really thought of. By the way, you know that's completely changed now, MJ? It's totally opposite because of TikTok. Because the new thing to do is comedians put all of their like heckles and their audience interactions and stuff on TikTok. I have noticed that. Yeah. So it's changed the culture of comedy shows. So now people show up to comedy shows thinking that's to be the a show. part of it. Uh, like that's what happens the whole time at the show is uh, crowd work and stuff because they see these TikToks and they're like, oh, that's what stand up is. And it's a whole thing. And there's a lot of people who are, are very resentful of that because they're like, um, you're not doing material. You're just like, in fact, you're not even saying something very funny. You're just someone in the audience just admitted to like murdering a guy 20 years ago or something like that. And, and then you go, oh, so you murdered a guy 20 years <laughs> yeah, ago? Yeah, everyone's like, what? No, no. Then you, then the person on stage goes, oh my God. Yeah. What? And then like, right. that's the, you know what I mean? TikTok, Then maybe say something kind of funny and then, and then that's the talk. So crowd work is a skill. Don't get me wrong, but it's not. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a, yeah. Crazy Some people are incredible at it. A lot of people are really fucking mid at it. Yeah. And, 
and it's annoying. Like, I, that's the difference. There are certain specific people who are fucking masters of crowd work. Everyone else is incredibly mid. Yeah, and then and then it just feels like they're going to make fun of you. And yeah, make cower. totally. Speaking of being masters of what you do, what I did want to also bring up is Zach Baggins' Haunted Museum, which we went to go see when we were in Vegas, and it is completely worth the money. Cool. It is, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Zach Baggins, but he does a lot of those, like, ghost hunter kind of shows. I'm familiar with like Bilbo that. Baggins. Is he a fucking hobbit. Oh my god, yeah, it was a, it was a hobbits museum. It was a Lord of the Rings haunted museum, and now I was like, this isn't haunted. Language. You're just living inside of the hills. Now okay, my husband will go. That's that's how I get Gideon to go. No, it was genuinely <laughs> it, it, like Zach Baggins collects like like collects haunted items, things that have like poltergeist trapped in them, things that have like like all all across. The world. I'm not even going to talk about what was inside of this freaking museum because I was. Also pretty freaking high. And yeah, you were high the I whole time. Was, you were in Vegas. I was in Vegas. Academy. I was on Vegas on vacation with, with a partner that doesn't drink. So, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm high the entire time. And I got so scared inside of this museum. It was two and a half, like it was like a two and a half hour tour that we took. Damn. And it was so thorough and so like, I was freaked the fuck out. Yeah, this looks awesome. I'm looking at pictures of it right Dude, now. Dude. Can't recommend it more because there are some things that I feel like you go to Vegas and you're like, I don't know if this is worth the money. And apparently we talked, we immediately made friends with one of the people that worked there. And she was like, dude, the turnover is crazy too. Like he's always changing the museum because he has so many items. Oh, I thought you meant the turnover of staff because they get so scared they have to Honestly, I'm sure it's that too though because like there's a bunch of videos of people like passing out in rooms and things like that. Yes. Were there any? So what we got Jackie, yes. You got, oh, yes. Based on what? our conversation from last week, you got yes. totally scared. Was there I anything totally in particular scared. that really got got to you? Any rooms in particular? Anything? Now, here's the thing. Looking like, a lot there's of some people. There uh, were a lot of dolls. There was one that was like literally locked up because they showed us the hole in the wall when like she wasn't locked up. That like there was a picture that was thrown into the wall and like they could show you where it was that they hit it and so now they had her put inside of a different room that she was all locked up in but there was another honestly what really got me it was Kevorkian's murder van like where he had set up like everyone like where he would take people which I believe I um, I'm a pro-Kevorkian person. I've, I'm not saying this. I have not looked that far into it. I don't know if maybe he's a genuinely a murderer and I just Send don't know. But everything that I know from the outside, I believe in Man. a right to a, for a person to choose when it's their time to go. Totally. But um, the van, like there were multiple instances, like they showed videos of people that like specifically that there was one person that passed that like that they've had mediums come in there that he likes to... S- fuck with female people in the room. And there was something about being in this small room with this van and in it, they have like a corpse all set up and they're playing the music, the music that Kevorkian composed to lull, like that they would listen to this like symphony kind of thing. And so they're playing the music and then you're just sitting in this like kind of dark room with this van listening to this music and you're just supposed to like have a moment to take it in and i was just like i got like my stomach turned and wow. it was just so insane and there, oh i just oh my god every room was another thing where you're just like whoo 
okay. All right, gonna have a lot of feelings going into this one. Um, even the entire place itself is haunted. Um, it, and they go into the history of the building itself. So sorry that I'm talking so much about my Vegas trip. We just had a lot of fun. What are you and talking I just about? This is like, great stuff. It's great. I just wanted yeah. to like share it because like we had so much fun. And um, yes, I got it. Finally, got a monster fucker tattoo, and it is a very uh, of a television that's got fangs with slime coming out of it. So, I love it. monster fucker for life, guys. It's on my body. But do you believe in Thanksgiving Day? Whoa, whoa, what is? I was like, I'm not ready for the conspiracy. I need some gravy on my please. That song is used for a different purpose. You can't co opt everything so for Thanksgiving, Mariah Jackie. <laughs> You're the Mariah Carey of Thanksgiving. You're taking every, you're sealing, you're sucking the life out of everything else for your no. for your gain. Somebody has to be the Mariah Carey of Thanksgiving because we know that Mariah Carey isn't the Mariah Carey of Thanksgiving. Man, she really, really just steamrolled us. Steamrolled right over Thanksgiving because if you saw the defrosting, which I know that we did not come up with the joke of Mar- Mariah Carey being defrosted in time for Christmas, but it was interesting that. On Halloween night, she did post essentially her being defrosted out of a a block of ice to say that it's time for the Christmas season. And I was just like, bro. Wow, that is something that you yeah, joke I about know. so often. I, to the point where <laughs> I got my wires crossed and Jackie had to remind me, like, someone wrote in, was like, did they actually, does Mariah Carey listen to page seven? <laughs> because I got even got my wires crossed. I was like, oh, we always talk about it because she established it. But no. That is something Jackie has established for years now that she gets defrosted yeah. the day after Halloween. Yeah. And then they just like did it. They did it's it. So weird. They really did. They did it. And it's I think it's funny because when she does it, she's like, I'm defrosted and I'm like all beautiful and all made up and everything. Whereas when Jackie says they defrost Mariah Carey, I picture it much more like kind of yeah. <laughs> like like a that's, that's her opening her eyes. <laughs> yeah, it's like a crypt. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's much creepier. When I picture Jackie describing it, and uh, and then all her kids come in, of course. of course. But they they looked like they looked like they were having fun. They didn't look like they had a gun to their mouth this year. So <laughs> maybe they're just getting better at performing, and I think that that is great for them. It is. She is already. She's pushing it. She's pushing it real hard. I will say Jeff did tell me, which I appreciate that he told me because Mariah Carey is going to be performing here at the Hollywood Bowl. He's like, I looked at tickets for you. But then he's like, I didn't know if you actually wanted to sit through an entire con. I was like, I don't know if I do. Yeah. Because you know it's not going to be like... What a show. You know, it's like, right. I mean, I'm sure all of her dancers, I'm not saying that like <laughs> all of the people around the show, I'm just saying she's going to stand there yeah. and she's she's going to be wheeled out on stage. Yeah. She's going to stand there. She's going to sing her songs. So I don't necessarily need that, So, but I appreciated <laughs> him thinking about it. And the reason why I was thinking some Cher is because Cher is being set to be on the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. God, uh, help us. I, I said last year, I was like, fine, give me that Goku float, but where is... Share. I was promised all the stars would be out tonight, and I see not share. No, share is going to be there this year. Very excited about it. But also, Holden, how do you feel about the Thanksgiving Day Parade (laughs) being longer 
than ever this year. Well, not only because of the way, you know, my situation is now with Winnie, not only do I have to go to Jackie's to do this stream, uh, it is a half an hour earlier, so it, I will be showing up at Jackie's just before 5.30 yeah. to get the festivities yeah. going. Yeah, 5.30. Uh, we're going to be drinking. drinking Fireball at 5 that's right. In the Wait, morning. It's longer on the earlier on end? On the earlier end. Because I'm assuming it's because noon is always the dog show. Ah. So I imagine they maybe that's like difficult to change. So they're making it a half hour earlier. So it's going to be from 8.30 to noon Eastern Standard Time. 5.30 to 9 on the Pacific Center time, and we will be streaming. And I'm, it's, I look forward to it every year. Yes, and right. I just, I, I can't tell you yet, Holden, but I'm going to keep promoing the fact that I am going to give you your Christmas present live ah! on the stream. Because uh, are you, do you need me to give you some sort no, of? No, that's not why I'm saying that. I'm okay. just saying that, like, because it's for the stream. But you're not going to be all weird about not getting a gift like your mother might be, who's oh just landed Ooh. in Uh-oh. town. Mommy's home. Mommy is probably collecting legat Uh-oh. right now. Mommy's home. Oh, yes, I've got, that's why if you are familiar with our Jackie's Book Club over on the Patreon, we're taking a little break over there and we'll be back in about a little over a week and a half um, because old mama's in town and we got to give her the time of her life. Beautiful. Sounds like I'm going to sell her for sex. Sorry to be a Mariah Carey here, but it feels like we're, it feels so Christmassy over here. Yes. Your mom's in town. The good oh holiday guide is out. I know we're not skipping Thanksgiving. I'm just saying, I'm like a little, you know, the way that I deal with seasonal depression mm-hmm. is to just go extremely ham on the winter holidays and then really plunge into the depths of despair. Um, You should be going turkey. Oh. Come on, guys. Ham is still a holiday meat. Yes. Yeah, ham is still a holiday meat. It's my just friend. not my preferred holiday meat. Me ham versus turkey. What are we doing? I'm a oh turkey. I'm a turkey lurkey, 100%. I feel like I shouldn't have you back for tears so quickly, but Thanksgiving food. Oh, you have to have me back you for do Thanksgiving food. You have to have food. her back. Fuck. I'll figure it out. For Tears of a Clown every Wednesday, twitch.tv forward slash LPN TV. Got a bit of a rebrand. Bit rebrand. Of an LPN rebrand. TV on Twitch. Check it out. That's also where you can check out Good Pud, where Henry and I uh, um, are making choices. Yeah. yeah. Every clip we are certainly I making some choices. Good I was just saying this on our... Um, on our Thursday stream, but I like, I really don't identify as a picky eater anymore, even though I was a very, very serious picky eater as a kid and I'm raising some picky eaters. And I think a lot about eating, but I'm like, think a lot about how I'm not a picky eater anymore. And then every time I see good pud, I'm like, I could not, (laughs) if either Henry or Jackie ever makes me try one of these puddings, I won't, I'll quit. BP added more than $70 billion to the U S economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. 
did you watch the last one? We had chicken marsala pud, and you'd think like, okay, chicken. So, and if you don't watch good pud, I need you to understand we have a producer, <laughs> our friend Sam Wirtz, who's an amazing baker. That genuinely, it's not just like, oh, this food gets put into a food processor and they stir it up and then you eat that. It's no, 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 no. She makes an actual like creme based like she puts in all of the flavorings and this one I didn't know that Sam was the producer oh yeah she makes all the individual parts and like and so like grinds everything down well now I feel like I haven't Sam understands what she's doing Okay. She knows it's a texture thing. This last texture, texture thing. was the worst. You, I, okay, I, I would put it in my mouth and everything in my body would be like, throw it up, oh. throw it up, <laughs> throw it up. And like, I, I, I would sit on my tongue and I'd have to like hold my nose and swallow it down. And then I was oh just going, my God. Ah, 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 alive. Oh my God. In front of hundreds of people. No. <laughs> um, but you know what? You do what you got to do. Man, I wish you were doing that show uh, back when you were drinking a lot. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> so oh, funny. my God. You'd have been thrown up so much more. It would have been oh, so funny. I been, oh, my God. I would have been thrown up. But yes, MJ, you provided us with the perfect transition into talking about the Goops Holiday Guide, the ah! ridiculous, overpriced, absolutely batshit holiday what are you guide talking about, Jackie? that Goop uh, puts out every year. Under $100 a gift guide. Well, I appreciate the under $100 gift guide. And like an idiot, I really thought for a second, maybe there'll be something on here that... That doesn't make me angry. Right. Except for the fact and that she sells wrong. a Bona Fortuna Panettone. Now, speaking of my mom being in town, <laughs> my mom loves Panettone. She gets so excited because every Christmas or every like holiday season, Panettone comes out. But Panettone, you can get for $4.99. At the public, Dwayne Reed. Yeah. Yes, yeah, they, or you get at the Dwayne Reed in New York. They just have stacks and stacks of it on the line at Dwayne Reed, and I'm like, is this? What is this food that we Some buy people love it. in a box? Yes, it's, it's like not a, my thing. It's a Christmas bread, right? It's a Christmas bread, yes. And it's it's om- it's like a bread version of a fruitcake, I dare say. Okay. So it, it's very like some people really love it, some people really hate it. I feel it's a little dry, but like I also have had it like toasted with butter on it and then it's fucking delicious. Mm. Anyway, this panettone is baked in Sicily and it is $65. See, this is the kind of stuff that pisses me off. Where it's like, I don't need it from Sicily. I'll go to the Dwayne Reed. I'll get the four ninety nine one. Yeah, that's the thing. You can't, you just can't put your $100 gift guide out and then have it be like <sighs> wrapping paper. For yeah, $18. it's a lot of like, it's like, it's a lot of $100 stocking stuffers. It's yes. a lot of $100 things that you would normally be getting for like $5 to put into a, st- uh, you know what I mean? Some, yes. Or like something that's like this. Exactly right. That's exactly right. And I was surprised because right. I thought it was a pair of shoes for $14. And I was like, wow, a pair of shoes. No, no, no. It's an ornament yeah, of a pair of shoes. it's an ornament of a pair of shoes. <laughs> I guess, the, but right next to it, that that flop, that flip flop or whatever you want to call it, the sandal for 50 bucks. That's not that bad. Man, you're so sandal blind. It's insane. Yeah. That is not a flip flop. It's not a flip flop. That is just so sand- not a flip flop. It's a sandal. It's that thing that the I see a lot of the ladies like wearing these days where it's, it's like, like a, a, a strong color. Either white or red. There's a hair clip, a hair clip for forty dollars. Yeah, the hair clip's wild. But of course, what we're also what is what is cupping? Sorry, oh. you're trying to move on. No, no, no. We're, yeah, we're, we're talking. We're getting in. It's the Goop Guide episode. We're getting in there. Cupping is a form of like therapy. That it's like a healing. Get. I know athletes. A lot of athletes get cupping done. Yeah. Like it's supposed to really it's help on your, your muscles. Have you never seen okay. like the la- the rich ladies that have have big the big circles, circles on, their on their backs? No, they have big. I, oh, 
Where am I seeing naked rich No, ladies? just like with Where their backless. Where are you not seeing naked rich <laughs> Yeah, it's like, everywhere I, Every we time go. I walk outside, I see at least one rich lady with her tits out <laughs> and circles on her back. Like, are you not? Oh, right. You're not in LA. That's yes. I'm not, yeah, in LA. Yeah, not in LA. You don't see all the cops. And I am in New York, but I'm not in Manhattan. Yeah, smoking I'm, uh, a full joint, playground. a giant pre-roll with just tits fully out. Counting, counting, stacks covered of in money. cups. Okay. Yeah, yeah, man. covered in. This. Yeah, that makes sense. It's some sort of activity that we're supposed to spend a lot of money <laughs> <Yes>. on. Okay. <laughs> well, I just heard a lot of oil. Someone yes. just told me about like what a facial is for the first. Like, as I've never gotten a facial. When someone comes, do you see how I laugh at it? <laughs> comes on your. That's face. not what I'm talking about. Okay, I know what that kind of facial is. <laughs> Fine, I am talking about the real, the adult, the the other adult facial. <laughs> and I was just like, maybe I should get a facial. Then I looked into it, and they are very, very expensive. Yes, they are. I had no idea. They're insanely expensive. I was just talking about that with uh, Lexi. The other day, because she was like, oh, maybe I'll try one of these facials some of our friends have been getting. And then she was like, what the fuck? These are crazy. Apparently, they're like unbelievable. But I was just like, what do you mean? Oh, my God. What is unbelievable? Oh, my God. I watched that show Botched. Ugh, crazy. Yeah, but they're, I mean, you know, that's not, that's not surgery. He's not going to get surgeries for your facial. I know, but it's just all of it. It's like, it'll change your life. It's life change. It's just like. Or just, you know what I mean? You could just, I don't know. You're talking spin- to a person that just bought snail mucin. So <laughs> TikTok told me to buy snail mucin. I got snail mucin. I'm about to put snail mucus on my face. Yeah, this is when I turn into Bill Burr here when I hear that. <laughs> it's when I become him. <laughs> but that's awesome. I mean, whatever, dude. Put that slug stuff on your face. Everybody gets to do, Give I me do it. dumb shit. Give it to me. Give <laughs> me that I slug, mean? man. Every time I try to think something else is dumb, I think about the sheer amount of time I have put in to the video games that I play. Yeah. And the peripherals I've bought for them and the Rubik's Cube bullshit that I've been purchasing lately. And I go, it's all the same. It's all this. Everybody just needs to be into something uh, ridiculous. And uh, it is what it is. Yeah. Put put the snail goo on your face. Um, And yeah, the $100 section at Goop, just all, it's just very various different goops and slimes that you put on your face for under $100. And then they've got their over $20,000 section as well. Oh, you mean the, or the Inez 24K gold G-spot vibrator for $15,000. Unbelievable. And by the way, I think the craziest thing about the vibrator thing that I was thinking of, because we, we were recently like vibrator shopping, the real crime of it all is you can't try the damn thing can't try before it. purchase. You or like know. you can't send it back. Yeah, you send know? it back. And it's like brutal. So if you you have to, it's an investment. If you want like a good one, you're gonna not not fifteen thousand dollars. That's insane. But like you're gonna need to spend some money if you want a really good one. Also, that's effective. talk to me. Uh, I know. I know. Let's talk vibrators. For I sure. love talking about sex toys. But the funny thing is, you truly don't know. But also, every single person is different. Exactly. That what that's what I'm I saying. might right. like so might, might not be, a, be something you guys. It might enjoy. be a really good vibrator for a lot of people, but. But just not be for you. positionally right. There's only one way to find out, though. Spend fifteen thousand. Got to get it. I spend that money, dude. That's so much to be like to use and be like this doesn't work. like. It's such a heart sinking feeling to be like 
this is not going to make me fucking blast some juice right now. And all I want to do is blast some dirty juice all over this man. And all over this Goop's gift guide. Maybe you should slap some juice on some escargot picks for almost $600. Crazy with that. Well, I mean, at least it's like a for rich escargot, person thing. Yeah. It's like a rich person's, and they, yeah. They're really cute. Like, that's one of those things that I could imagine if money meant nothing to me. I would be like, yeah, I'll get these cute little escargot Except picks. you're going to put the little snails, you're going to be piercing their dead bodies with the cute little version of their alive selves on the top of the pick? Yeah, I want to, tor- if I'm going to fucking be dirty, do do a bunch of animals dirty, I want them to suffer extra torture style. You know what I mean? I want to fucking go hard. I don't want to just sit there and be like, oh, I'm nice to these murdered, you know, animals. Yeah. I want to fuck up, you know yeah, what I mean? Don't. I want to flip it up a notch. Is it murdering snails? I'm, Is it? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it's just, you know. Well, you're the one who invoked their humanity. Yeah. With, uh, yeah. With the escargot picks. I don't think that they care whether they're being speared with a snail-shaped yeah, spear you're right. or a non-animal, you're non-snail right. snail-shaped spear. I wish they had bigger smiles on their face. And I wish they went, ha, ha, <laughs> ha, ha, as you stabbed them. But Jackie, here's the real question. Would you pay $400 for a big old block of Parmesan cheese? I'm, dude, I'm eyeing that Parmesan. I'll bet that Parmesan <laughs> is fucking awesome. I bet it's, I bet it's, I bet it's I bet amazing. It's I wonder, is that part. how much you do? You not even get a full wheel of it, though? That's crazy. Probably yeah, you just get a Do you just get like a pie wedge of it, like shown in the picture? Because that's wild. That's pretty wild. But that's the thing. If I was rich, I would totally, I could imagine really spending money, like nice money, money on nice food and nice things, like the escargot picks. I can't imagine spending money on like vibrators and you know, face, oh no, I'm wrong. You gotta spend money on face gotta, oils. That's yeah. the thing. Once you get the nice face oils, you realize you gotta get the nice face oils. What about the, so this is Hermes the doghouse for $2,000? You know, I'm not gonna buy a doghouse for $2,000, I don't think. Yeah, no. I'd buy my dog a chaise lounge, but maybe not just a doghouse, because that just looks like a pup tent. I was thinking about this, though, because, you know, watching, like, uh, Peanuts Christmas and stuff, or Peanuts Halloween and stuff like that, what happened to the dog? I don't. Everyone like crates their dogs, or the dogs sleep in the bed with them. I feel like the doghouse has gone the way of the dodo a little bit. I think know? it's because it's be- we live in Los Angeles. <laughs> but in general, I mean, my you know my brother, they yeah, everyone does like crates now. I and think stuff. that there's a lot of people that still have dogs and keep them like dogs rather than whittle girls and right. riddle boys. Right. Right. I, th- I, I think that say, I think it's a broader cultural. <laughs> You're talking shift about towards- your brother right now. But go on. <laughs> My whole family. Yeah, oh, yeah. no, no, it's not just my brother. My whole family. <laughs> but Do you remember how many just unattended dogs were in our lives in the 90s, though? It's really one of those things. Nobody was wearing bike helmets. Right. Nobody was drinking water. And there was just a- dogs Everyone out. was drinking and driving. Everyone was oh, drinking and driving. Everyone drives. was drinking and driving. And yeah, people would just have like a backyard dog. Right. And I think in the country and stuff, people might still have backyard dogs. I mean, surely they do. And it's fine. And they're taken care of. And the dogs are happy or whatever. But I think I do think that that's a cultural shift where it's like, I think people just don't really have their dogs like sleep outside as often as in the Peanuts days where, again, I know it is a cartoon, but those children have no adults in their lives. No and adult supervision. that is what it was like back in the day. Yes. Like when my mom talks about her childhood, she's just like, oh, there was no, we were just outside. Right. There were no adults. And I think there was just dogs and children outside Running unattended amok. all M- day MJ, long. could you imagine just like not 
just 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 sitting inside all day, just chilling. Not knowing where your not kids yeah, are. Yeah, I think about this frequently <laughs> because my best friend when I was a kid, my parents were like, we're not that hands off. You know, they were like, they wanted to know where I was and stuff. And my best friend's parents would just be like, go out and play. And I often think about this when my kids are like needing something to do. And I'm like, what would it be like to just be like, go out and play? I'll see you when the streetlights come yeah. on, which was what the kind of culture was when I was But didn't a kid. you always get in trouble when you were with other people's parents that had, because le- like I also, like even though like I didn't have a cell phone that young, like I still had to call everywhere I went. My yeah. mom always wanted to know where I was. Every time I switched locations, I was to call. But then when you were around other people's parents that were more lax yeah. than your parents, and then all of a sudden cut to four hours later, your mom like is fucking pissed. Yeah. Because she doesn't know where you are, but I'm like, but yeah, like Rachel's mom said that I could go do this, yeah, and then you're the one that's in trouble, yeah. No, I yeah, know. Totally. I think about this too because also I'm like, oh, I can't believe my kids are gonna have cell phones, but like, because I don't want my kids to feel like I'm surveilling them all the time. But also, are you gonna put the tracker on? Are well, you put a tracker this on? is one of those things where I would have before I had kids, I would have said, of course I'm not gonna track them. And now I'm like, no, you got to track them. I think I want to track them, but I wouldn't do it without them knowing it. You know, I would be like, no, you got to tell them. them. I think you got to track them up to a certain age. And then for your sanity, you have to turn it off. Yeah. Because like also they've got to make some mistakes and stuff. Totally. And I don't, same, same with like, they're like, whatever, they get phones and their internet usage. I don't really want to know anything about what they're doing, but also I know that I can't just throw them to the wolves, you know? So you got to. This is lemon par- lemonparty.org. No, I'm telling man. you. No, I'm not. Whatever. You guys made me go to one recently. I don't remember which one it was. I'm, I'm telling you, they're going to find it. I know. I know. But I but I think it might be freeing. Because, yeah, I also had to call my parents every time I switched locations. And I spent a lot of time as a kid looking at the Peanuts kids. I know I romanticize it. I know that it's much, much better to have involved, caring parents People in your that life. care about but, you genuinely, yes, I guess. But I was fascinated by the, by the Peanuts kids and the Our Gang kids and the kids who had no adults in their well, lives. Well, you also loved the Little Rascals. Loved the so Little Rascals. So you always loved unsupervised children. I love the idea of a kid world, like the Kid Nation. Right. That you just love Kid Nation. You love Kid Nation. It's not a good idea. One of the boys ate, drank bleach The 2008 show. reality show, and Kid Nation. And I bet he learned a lesson. No, we yes. tried to do it for the watch along, <laughs> and it was so divisive. They only agreed to continue to watch it if you join me, MJ, on my Twitch channel to do it. I'm so glad they thought of me. Because I have a lot of thoughts about Kid Nation. I do think that in well, general, well, everybody's kids can like do changed a good job. their mind about it. Yeah. Everyone's changed their mind because now it's like, oh, they're being exploited. Well, being, like we that, have so yeah, much of a better true. understanding yes. of like how this stuff works. Yeah, I'll bet those kids weren't paid very well no. to be on the reality to show, be, right? To be like sleeping on wooden boards and stuff. <laughs> no, but they I, were like, I, <laughs> oh, by the way, kid, you, you want me to blow your fucking mind right now? Yeah. yeah. Kid Nation, same place they filmed Rust. Kid Nation Whoa, is the same place where town. Alec Baldwin allegedly shot that woman. How crazy is that? It's haunted a cursed town. It's a cursed that is town. A cursed, that is a cursed location. D- don't after the museum. I think everything's cursed. Don't now. Ne- I'll never go. It's called like Bonanza, California, or something like that. I don't know what it's called, but we can't go there. Yeah, we or we should go there. Either no, one. we should either definitely go there, or never go there. I think it's never go there. <laughs> I think it's definitely <laughs> go there. MJ tiebreaker is it definitely go there, or never go there? <sighs> it's a, it's, it's a def- definitely for I me. Think it's a, don't go there. Definitely. No, we gotta go. We gotta go. We yeah. gotta go. Yeah. Yeah. Man shall I, pass. I'm All the right. person in the horror movie that says like, "What come 
come on, nothing bad's gonna happen, and then I get killed first. Right. Yeah. Well, if what I'm there, I'll get. Uh, well, I, I guess I'd go second. Funny fat one goes second. <laughs> no, annoying nerd goes second. Always. Oh yeah, because first we know you have to be mid person of fuck. color. You, goes that first. that yeah. person, person of color or someone mid fuck. So we yeah. default. Well. I'm not fucking, so I'm sexually frozen. So yeah, probably you then, Jack. All right, I guess I'm first to go. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, we recently did rewatch Cabin in the Woods, and I think that I was talking to you about this, uh, MJ, but you and Gideon should definitely watch Cabin in the Woods. Oh my God, yeah, if you haven't seen that, it's a great one. Yeah, Especially if you know nothing about it, you should just watch it. It's so fun. Okay, because he was, uh, (laughs) we've been watching Bake Off, and um, you know when you're watching something with your spouse, and you look over at your spouse, and your spouse is just like pretending they're watching, but totally on their phone. Yes. yes, you know. I think he misses our our horror movie month, um, and I don't think that I think well whilst he enjoys a Paul Hollywood and a Prue, I don't think he's quite as riveted. He's not as excited. I mean, to be excited. fair, I mean that is my kind of my phone time when we throw that on. Like that's kind of my time to be half in the half in the phone. Have you thought night. about watching magic shows instead? Oh, I guess I need to. I need well, to change I think my I'd like attitude. to watch them live. I, they're not as fun, I think, filmed. You know, so I would, I'm down, man. I think I need more magic in my life. They I do offer. Need- Magic show, by the way, in the Goop Guide is funnily enough. Which is very weird. Magic show tickets. I guess I'm on the money. Aussie wins Inner Circle. It's David Blaine Presents. Uh, I guess it's this show. I guess you sit at the table with this guy, too, and do these weird card. uh, Whoa, that's too much. I think that I would be like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Help me. Ace Ace of... Uh, Puppy feet. Wind gusts. Puppy feet. Yeah. Don't involve me. If I'm seeing a live show, I want to pretend I'm watching television in terms I of the be, level of involvement. I want to be off the clock, yeah. as they say. Yeah, exactly. But also, I, I got to ask you guys, I mean, got to at least bring this up. The fact that finally it has been declared that Homer Simpson is never going to strangle Bart ever again. <laughs> it's funny they even had to acknowledge. I like that, that they, they finally had to say it. That I guess, I guess. Uh, Homer has not strangled Bart in many years, but um, I was going to say, is he still doing it? No, he hasn't done it in a long time. And he said, "See, Marge, strangling the boy is paid off." Just kidding, I don't do that anymore. Times have changed, which is exactly what Homer said. Which um, I think it's a little changed. bit uh, very interesting perspective from Homer that I don't think that he would have. It's funny that he even said times have changed because even back then, a lot of the reason why parents wouldn't let their kids. Uh, watch the show was because of the Homer. That's what my mom always stuff. said. Like she, she didn't like. My mom never liked Simpsons. That's why we weren't allowed to watch it growing up. It's funny because I, I that was like the one. Like the whole do cartoons make kids violent things. Like I have a very strong memory of going to strangle one of my parents. I don't remember which one thinking it would be hilarious. And ah. then both of them being like, what the fuck? Whoa. Like, like, and I was like, that's what Homer and Bart do to each other. And it was like a classic like yeah. kid doing something violent they saw in a cartoon. And they had to be like, so when you actually strangle us in real life, we don't get like a big wiggly head. Like yes. it's actually <laughs> very harmful. <laughs> BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Uh, any, anything else you want to hit before we move on to the celebrity conspiracy? No, let's just save it for the leftovers, All which right. you can check out over on patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. Yes, you absolutely can. All right. Uh, hit me with the share. Do, Do you believe, believe it? it? Did Jackie Zabrowski write the Cheetah Girls books? <laughs> this one comes in from Megan, who I writes- I guess I wish I did. <laughs> Megan writes, hi, page seven. I was scrolling through Tumblr and found this screenshot of someone discussing how insanely written the Cheetah Girls books are. Holden, as a boring boy, you probably aren't too familiar with the Cheetah Girls, but the Cheetah Girls were a series of Disney Channel original movies from the early 2000s starring Raven Simone. Uh, in which a group of teen girls form a Destiny's Child Spice Girls-esque girl group, very proto-high school musical. You'll never guess, but they are called the Cheetah Girls and wear a lot of animal print. Unlike most other Disney Channel original movies, the Cheetah Girls is based on a series of novels written by Deborah Gregory. Or was it? Whoa. Now, what does Jackie have to do with all that? Don't worry, I did zero research back in here. <laughs> but I don't think I need to research. I think the evidence speaks for itself. After reading just the first sentence of this book, I knew in my bones that our one and only Jackie Zabrowski could be the one and only culprit. All right, so here's just the very beginning. All right, hit Chapter me. one. Toto must think my toes are dipped in bark BQ sauce. <laughs> the way he's trying to sneak a chomperoni on his pointy fangs with his pointy fangs. I have just painted my toenails in a purpley glitter shade called Pal, but by Snaps Cosmetics, and am lying on my bed with my feet dangling to the wind so they can dry. Uh, I mean, it just goes on and on. But I mean, even just that opening line. Toto must think my toes are dipped in bark BQ sauce. The way he's trying to sneak a chomperoni with his pointy fang. I love this. This is this is actually what all of Jackie's emails sound like. If you've ever had the privilege of emailing with Jackie, (laughs) I let I let my fingers do the talking when I write emails. They're not always uh, they don't always make sense. (laughs) Yeah, it just goes on and on. I'll try to. Is there any other? Give us some more examples. Some more. uh, uh, Uh. Chanel is a blend of. uh, is Chanel's a blend of Dominican and Puerto Rican on her mother's side. Let's see. No, let me let me see here. At one point, she says, "Thank gooseness." Okay. No. Yes. <laughs> Some clearly obvious Jackieism she left for us to discover, so we can uncover the true Cheetah Girls author. The Cheetah Girls are from NYC. Are divalicious singers, love tiny dogs, and wear animal print. Sound like anybody we know? As we all know, Jackie's also from oh. NYC, but more importantly, anyone who's anyone remembers Jackie's Franissance, yes. a Fran Drescher-inspired fashion movement yes. involving mostly animal print. Was it a Franissance, or was it perhaps a thin shroud to hide the true inspo? Jackie was going back to her roots. Maybe it was a cry to be seen, to finally be acknowledged as a Cheetah Girl's author. Please. Bark BQ sauce? Chomperoni, Girlina Rina. It's like she was just waiting for me to find this. Where else do you find such Frankensteining of language? Where else do you find sentence structures that favor creativity over clarity 100% yes. of the time? Wow. I'll, let, I'll tell you where. Jackie's Instagram captions. Yep. And the third point, thank gooseness. Hello, Gloria. Gloria. I mean, come on. I know what you're thinking. I could just look up the author and easily disp- disprove this theory. But sure, what sure, sure. But, that's bo- but what if it's a pseudonym? What am I to believe? There are two women who speak like this? No. 
I don't give a good goddamn heck that some other lady's name and face are on the back of these books because I know that Jackie Zabrowski wrote these books in the same way that I know God. Not based on fact, only based on faith. Only based on faith. As a longtime Page 7 listener, I've listened to many Jackie Zabrowski ad reads and read a lot of her Instagram captions, and you gotta be super me if you think I'm going to believe anyone else (laughs) but Jackie wrote these books. But why keep it a secret? Perhaps Jackie's fan fiction was plagiarized and published without her knowledge or or, or consent by someone trying to single white female her. I'm coming for you, Deborah Gregory. Maybe she was embarrassed about her Disney Channel roots and felt like distancing herself from her older project would be the only way to have a career in podcasting. I can only speculate. Do you believe? I know I do, Megan. I'm so convinced that I think I did do it. Wow. Yeah. Or I think you did too. Or you need to become friends with Deborah Gregory because she also wrote a one-woman show called Working Girls with a Z. Oh. So it looks like she just like likes to likes to be fun with language. Oh, she does. Oh my god, I'm immediately looking at pictures of Deborah Gregory and if we wouldn't be best friends, I don't know who <laughs> would be. I need to befriend this person. I, 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 I have to know them. We have to become friends. Oh yeah. Will you Deborah oh, be yeah. my my friend. She's fun. Are you looking up Deborah Gregory? She's wearing yeah. pink leopard print. I know. She looks She's amazing. Great. She's got a Bichon yes. Frise with her. Oh, she my really God. Is you. Yeah, please. It's wild. Wow. Please. Wow. It's really wild. I, I would I'm say so it's reincarnation, mad. except that she's blessed to still be with us. So, um, yeah. I don't know. And I also did in the past have Nightcat. Yes. I remember Nightcat. I remember Nightcat. Nightcat used to be one of my personas of who would come out at night, meaning I was drunk and would prowl the streets. Yeah. Yep, Nightcat. <laughs> Nightcat. Wow. Nightcat. Wow. I don't remember yeah. anything Nightcat did except say Nightcat wow. and then his. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I remember as well. I just, I'm pretty sure it has something to do with me uh, being a menace. Yeah. <laughs> and I was a menace for quite some time. We I all mean, were. it's just. It's so, it's as clear as day. I mean, MJ, you believe, correct? Oh, 100%. I believe. Yeah. Jackie's not allowed to answer this one, so I'll speak for both of us. We believe. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. Because you know I can't give that up, and I guess that means it's time for the list. Oh! Who's on the list? Jackie, gotta have that list. 18 roles that were almost played by way different actors. I chose this specifically because of this first one, which I did not know. Nicolas Cage almost played Aragorn. Speaking of Bilbo Baggins, Cage was offered the role in the Lord of the Rings trilogy, but turned it down, claiming family obligations because the shoot was scheduled to take place over three consecutive years. Cage's accent work alone would have been breathtaking. I feel like the the films would have really been taken much less seriously. Yeah, yes. that's crazy. It would have been crazy. I mean, what if he killed it, though, and he just became also, very different? Yeah, also that guy, and just it would just make him even more of a legend. And honestly, it, this would make more of a legend for your penis, Holden. Pamela Anderson <laughs> almost was Agent Scully. That would have been such a... <laughs> terrible fucking idea. That was a good one, right? Right, MJ? I couldn't imagine. I just packed Peter. Yes, my penis, penis standing up and say, that is legendary. What? But also, like, <laughs> not really because she's always wearing, like, a pantsuit. 
You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, but you know my, what's underneath the if pants. If you want my suit. penis to be thrilled by this, I, she needs to be in some kind of show about, you know, uh, snake yeah, women or something. Yeah, but Dana Scully is arguably one of the hottest characters on television. For True. sure, in a but way, but so I was never. So differently than Pamela yeah, Anderson. I, never, I know. I never uh, got and maintained an erection based off of Jillian uh, Anderson's portrayal. Really? Well, well yes. you're alone, and you, you are, are alone. I know. I'm, I go against the grain. And a lot of these things, for sure. But she was very she was she was the opposite of Pamela Anderson in many ways. She was always wearing baggy, frumpy clothes yep. that covered her entire body. She was always scowling, <laughs> yeah. saying, "I don't think so, Mulder." Yeah, I, I remember scowlers. thinking she was such a buzzkill. Yeah. Speaking of scowlers and someone else, I'd like to see in a body con outfit. Tim Burton wanted John Lithgow to be his Joker. Uh, honestly, actually, this is one of the only ones, uh, definitely the only one so far. Lithgow, where I'm like, Lithgow. He, Lithgow, yeah. Lithgow. I'm, he would have fucking killed... He's amazing. He's I great at everything he does. I love him. I love him. Yeah. I think Are you a big Third g- Rock from the Sun fan? Oh my God, huge. huge. Fan. I'm a huge fan. I also was obsessed with because like he was just so great in World According to Garpin that, of course, as you guys know, if you know The Lore of Jackie, that was a movie that I was obsessed with for quite some time and also a book that MJ was also weirdly obsessed with. Yes. You know, the weird backstories of us. Um, Burton approached Lithgow for the role of the Joker in his 1989 Batman, Lithgow admits that he did not anticipate the success of the film and regrets that he didn't actively pursue the part. Instead, he wound up with a different secret identity, High Commander of the Expedition to the Third Rock from the Sun. I mean, that shows one of my favorite. We did our 90s sitcom, Tears of the Clown, over on Twitch.tv forward slash LPN every Wednesday That's night. S-tier. That's an S-tier show. Really? I, it might not have... I think I fought for S tier. I think it ended up at A. Uh, I could be wrong, but I because I was the only one that was who like, was this ro- is so wrong. Who such made an such wrong show. choices? I don't know. It just isn't as remembered because it was. It didn't get the love back then. But that show, because yeah, I, I never watched it, it. I remember my dad and I like religiously watching it and being like, I can't believe more people aren't talking about this show. The show is so funny. Jane Curtin, John Lithgow, Dude, it's such the a whole cast, comedic is powerhouses. It's crazy that I mean, Jane I feel like, Curtin was in it. Why didn't I watch? It. I was obsessed it's with it. It's a very like, watch it now. Yeah. You know why? Because it's a very up? like yes. silly premise. It's because it's like Coneheads. It's aliens yeah, like, hiding right. in plain sight. Because Kristen right. Johnston is also in it. Like, talk about, oh my God. Everybody in it is so babe. good. The writing is hilarious. Like, I just remember loving that show. Like, every, uh, yeah, it was crazy. Like, that that was one of that that and like news radio right where the shows that uh-huh. were clearly better than all the other ones and yet it was always like Friends and Seinfeld being celebrated the most you know uh, which I agree with Seinf- uh, Seinfeld being celebrated <laughs> but regardless also Friends got F tier that episode which I thought was insane but I also was like by the way rest in peace Matthew Perry but I was also <laughs> like. Uh, Ooh, like I, I can't. I don't. I, I thought someone else here was gonna fight for it to be higher. I can't believe I'm the only person who thinks it shouldn't be F tier. But also, I don't care. Just like, because it's F tier is harsh. Yes, F tier I think is is a little harsh. Very harsh for something that is that wildly There's successful of a show. Chat, chat didn't go to bat for it. Wow, like, I get it. None of the people on the panel went to bat for it. So it was just it was just it was an LPN audience. Wow, like, was, no one went to bat for it. It so. just it means so much to I, people. I know. I could. I was like, if Lexi was here, she'd be rolling around in her grave. Because <laughs> I know she's alive. not in a grave. <laughs> buried her alive yesterday. <laughs> 
Uh, happy birthday, my beautiful wife. Aw, Scorps. Scorpio we got Scorps in the house. And happy birthday yeah. to Gideon, whose birthday is today as you are listening to this. Hey, hell yeah. Is it today? It's Well, it's tomorrow, but, but okay. for the listeners, as you're listening. Today, yeah. Sorry, I, I, I didn't mean to question whether you knew your partner's <laughs> birthday. I just know that he shares a birthday with my mother. So I was Aww. like, I thought that... So they share. We got Scorps in the Scorps house. Scorps in the house. Oh. In the house. Um, all right. Last but not least, this would have been very different. Sandra Bullock turned down the role of Neo. The producers of The Matrix approached a number of actors in their long search to find Neo. One of them was Bullock, and they were willing to change Neo into a woman if she accepted. Bullock wasn't interested, deciding that starring in Forces of Nature, a now forgotten <laughs> rom com, was a better <laughs> career choice. <laughs> Honestly, we might come back to this list next week because there's a lot of good ones on this list. Yeah. Um, so, you know what? We'll come back to it next All week. All right. We're coming ah. back with part one. Uh, stay tuned for part two yeah. of this delicious uh, list. Yeah, Absolutely. this sultry, scrummy. It's a scrummy list. It's a scrummy list. Oh, Everybody. crap. That's what we didn't talk about that I wanted to talk about. What? what? Patrick Dempsey being the sexiest man alive. It let's, just was released this morning. Let's talk about it for a second. We still have time. We've got a little time. Yeah. We're just a, we're just a little before before the hours. Can so. I just say, I, all right, I know I can feel the slaps from Grey's fans from here. I had to straight up look up if Grey's Anatomy was still going because I know Ellen Pompeo was leaving the show, so I thought they were ending it with her, but they're not. So I'm like, all right. It's on season 20, I believe, is coming out next year. And McDreamy, like, more like Mick Borosoro, yeah. I think at this point. I'm, gonna say I'm not saying he's not an attractive man, but, like, Mick Borosoro at this point. I'm going to one-up you and say I had to look up Patrick Dempsey to remember what he looked like, which is probably a me problem, but he's not particularly he's not in the, memorable. He's just not in... He's not in the zeitgeist. Yeah, I mean, he definitely is because of Grey's. I my problem is I was more in love Grey's with Patrick Anatomy, Dempsey. Who, who talks about Grey's Anatomy? But yeah, people that it, love Grey's. But people that love Grey's love Grey's. The fact that it's still on season twenty. I had there's no many idea. people that love Grey's, and like I loved Patrick Dempsey from all. Like he was in Sweet Home Alabama. He was in a bunch of like for talk about forgotten rom coms from the nineties and early two thousands that I was so I was in love with him. So so I get like he like he's oh I guess he's in the new Thanksgiving movie that's coming out which I am going to watch. I'm sorry, it is a wasteland on his 2006 to present section of the of his Wikipedia page. <laughs> yes. Like I know the man has been has a great career. But oh, also like, the movie with Bridget honors. Jones's baby. Yeah, like. This a sequel to Love Actually? Yeah. What are we doing here, people? How is he the sexiest man alive? I'm sorry, Patrick Dempsey. I feel like maybe this is a like almost like a retcon, like or like they were like, oh, we should have given this to him a while a ago. A while ago, so fuck it. We just let's because right. I mean, I guess who else would it go to right now though? Who else? Pedro would it be Pascal. This year? But Pedro he hasn't Pascal. Been huge this Pedro year. Pascal. I can't. But believe... he hasn't really put, done anything this year. But still, like he well, was the man Dempsey of the hasn't year. Done anything this decade. <laughs> decade. For God's yeah, sake. Yeah, yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I just feel like there there were other choices that could have been chosen, and um, I've just kind of I fell asleep when I was just yeah. I I couldn't I couldn't care. I'm asleep. You're telling yeah. me that the man who was in Maid of Honor, Sweet Home Alabama, and 
Enchanted. Well, don't shit on these movies. I know. They're fine. I, they they shit on I love Enchanted. They are from I 2008. I love Enchanted. Fuck you, okay, MJ. You're right. on my shit. You're rolling around in your grave okay. right now. All right. Honestly. I'm bury you alive. <laughs> you know what <laughs> like you would wife. love him in, though? With honors. I'm telling you. MJ with, with honors, honors is Brendan Fraser. It's Joe Pesci is in it, yeah. and it is that like they're all at and um he like Patrick Dempsey plays like his like kind of like snooty ish kind of like poet esque like like feeling friend kind of thing. I think that you would follow. And love that movie came that. out in, in 1994. 1994. And I 94. was so let's make him the I was in with that movie. <laughs> You guys weren't even 10. I cannot believe this. I was in love with Brendan Fraser, okay? (laughs) Brendan Fraser would actually be a good one for this year. What about, has Harry Styles gotten it? Yeah, Harry Styles. He would have probably been a good one. But also, Brendan Fraser would have been a great one for this year. He would have been a great one for this year. I have to agree. I I think he is a very sexy man, and I bet he throws a fat load out there from a time (laughs) or two. And gives a good facial, and you don't have to pay hundreds of dollars for it. You but might I, have to pay hundreds of dollars. You for might this. have to pay hundreds yeah, of dollars yeah. for it. But I don't know that he's just not in the current. You know what I mean? He's just not in the nat. Like all he would have needed was to have one project of interest. Now. I guess he's in Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving the is the, movie the whole that movie that's, a, that's about to come out. So I'm assuming that's why they're like trying to get above, like ahead of Damn, his who time. Are his PR people. I want those people. Jesus. I mean, Ryan Gosling could have been yeah. this year. There, are, it could have been fucking Kieran. Oh, uh, Killian oh, what's Murphy. His name? The bear. The bear. Yes, it, it could have been Jeremy Allen White. It definitely could have been Jeremy Allen White. It could have. There are. Like, even with the strike, we can still remember what famous people exist, you know? Yes. What yeah. What is happening? It could have been Orville Peck. It could have been yeah. uh, Ann Diplo fucking each other on yes. the covers. Oh, so, sexiest please. men of the year who fuck each other. Yes. Oh, by the way, someone did write in, a couple people wrote in, the Andy, Co- it was Andy Cohen, right? The Andy Cohen, uh, uh, John Mayer yes. story. I have to clear right. Th- that was yeah. a celebrity conspiracy, right? That they were lovers. Ooh, the picture yeah. or a blind item. The the uh, picture of them holding hands at Pride is an AI generated. Oh, which, by the way, we have to sad. deal with that now. Damn, I have to so we think, don't know what's real. Don't know what's anymore. real anymore. Damn it. Sag, get wait, on also, it. Also, speaking of get Andy Cohen, did we talk about give the daddies some juice because that's something. Give the daddies some juice. So funny. And it turned out it's something that he actually said. Well, this is another thing that we based on our conspiracy. Said. Based on our conspiracy, I'm starting to believe that maybe Jaggy is multiple people, including Andy yes, Cohen himself. Oh my She's God, manifesting I wish. a lot right now. She's manifesting the unthawing of Mariah Carey. Yes. And she is manifesting everybody saying phrases like, give the daddies some juice. It's such a Jackieism. I could not believe that was an actual quote from him. I 100% thought it was a Jackie-esque summary of what he said. I'm seeping into the media. Andy Cohen asks CNN to reverse the alcohol ban for New Year's, the New Year's Eve special, give the daddies some juice. <laughs> so good. That's so funny. Let him get drunk. Come on. It's the best let him get drunk. No one's going to watch it if they're sober. Yeah, no one cares. Let no, because drink. last year when they couldn't drink, they all they did was complain because they couldn't drink. Yes, they were just like, when is this over? Yeah, because they wanted to go get hammered. But also they were fun. like, But also they were like, at least this, yeah, hopefully I will not be sneaking it. So I think that applies they were sneaking a little sneaking bit of Sneaking it anyway. Of course yeah. you gotta, gotta be. Yeah, exactly. You don't want them tr- looking at their watch. It's already miserable. It's freezing cold. They're in, they're in, Times Square for the of all fucking horrific places to be on New Year's Eve. Like, 
Let, let him drink. Take some shots. It warms them up. It makes them loose. It makes them fun. Yeah, they makes say them weird things. Give you know? the daddy some juice is right. Give the daddy some juice. I'm going to be saying that to Lexi on New Year's Eve. <laughs> Give the daddy, Give the daddy, some, daddy some, some juice. She's like, you're drunk and you're making a fool of yourself in front of your Yep. Give the daddy Give some juice. Just because my cock's <laughs> out of my fucking pants in front of my family does not mean <laughs> that I'm making I'm turn it to Bill Cosby. You Don't do that, please. Um, uh, but anywho, uh, regardless, I hope they give the daddy some juice this year, and I hope that I can get my eyesight fixed, because I think I'm going blind! Items! Oh, we, we can't, can't see them! The A-list former boy bander who would love nothing more than to get back together with them really should look into the whole phone-stealing thing going on at his club. At this point, you probably shouldn't even bring your phone at all if you're going to even set it down for a few minutes. He's got a club in Nashville. We talked about it when we were there because our friend Kid Rock met up. No. no, he's part of a boy band. Yes, he's part of a boy band, and he sucks, especially right now. He's part of a boy uh, band. Justin Timberlake. Yes, remember he's he had got a some... bar. Remember? Oh, I didn't realize that because our friend said they had to. They were like, I made. It was very funny. Our friend was like, I made friends with this girl, but I immediately wanted to stop being friends with her because when we went to go meet up, she had us meet up at Justin Timberlake's bar oh, in Nashville gotcha. and on Broadway, which yeah, is like but... the lamest place to it was like ew you want to meet there I don't think we can be friends but and we we did go to Kid Rock's bar in Nashville we did go to so. Kid Rock's bar and we drank Bud Lights and we drank Bud Lights in protest and it's just hilarious that he sells Bud Light there <laughs> uh, it's a real issue right now apparently on Broadway in Nashville watch your phones everybody Dang. if you go to the epicenter of bachelorette parties by the way it's it's now beaten out Las Vegas for bachelorette party uh uh, for a ba- being the bachelorette party ground zero. Uh, that is Nashville, Broadway. You'll see it too. It's insane how many bachelorette parties are just constantly annoying you there. It's wild. And they all think they're the only bachelorette party that's ever gone oh, to Broadway let and Nashville. Let them have fun. I see, I, but wait, what is JT's club doing? Uh, a huge phones issue are getting with stolen. Getting stolen. Ah. Apparently the real issue, yeah, apparently... Jason Aldean's bar has had the most calls for theft over the past really? year. Really? Try that, Isn't that in a small funny? town. But yeah. not try that in a small town. <laughs> try that. A, yeah, exactly. Try that in a fucking small town. You get all phones stolen out of your fucking bar, you fuckface. So anyways, yeah. Don't leave your phones out of Nashville. But also, who goes to like a busy bar at like, time, like a Times Square out. style place and just puts their phone down Willie? No. Like that's crazy to me. No. But anyways... Uh, the girlfriend of the A-plus list actor knew what she was doing at the Halloween party. She made a lot of money selling those photos. Getting a fistful of that ass. Oh, my God. The Leo. Oh, Leo. Oh, Leo. Do you know her name? No. No. Vittoria Serretti. Oh, Vittoria Serretti. Vittoria Serretti. Oh, no, no. She's dating Lenarca. <laughs> and she gets a bigger full of... Ass a grab. She gets a grab. She gets a fat fist full of ass. Hands oh. just down his pants. Just so down his pants. And his, he had like little, he had like teenager boy boxers. We did talk boxers. about that picture, right? Yes. Did we talk I about think the picture? We, okay, if not, oh, I, we talked I, about I definitely it. threw it out yeah, there. Yeah, no, we talked about it. There's okay. a picture. There's, yeah, there's a picture of this gal. Fully down his With ass. her hand like so far down the back of his pants. Like, I'm like, is she actually tickling the rim of his butt? She's like, 25. Gron- it was like a Gronky's delight. It going was a Gronky's delight. But she knows her time. Delight. She knows she only has a couple of more months left to get in that ass. You know? Right. Oh, yeah. What you is gotta, she, 26 yeah. and a half? You she's get 25. In that she's got to get Oh, yeah. She's running out of time. Get in there gotta while get... the getting's good, you know? Get in Talk that ass. Yeah. <laughs> 
dirty, that gnarly ass, too. You know he doesn't clean it. He's too good for that. He doesn't even take his headphones off. He's fucking, he cleans his ass all those, out. Those pictures were really hard because I've, I'm somebody who's wanted to kiss Leonardo DiCaprio since I was 11 years old. And when I saw her with her hand down his ass like that, <laughs> I was just so not interested in doing that. Well, you know, the like, other wow, part of it is- I don't want to do that. He had his boxers in a way that was like a teenage boy. Yes. Like they were all- Puffed Bunched out, up. Like, but not in a cool kid way. Like in a, I don't. I need to like go into the bathroom and like pull my boxers, <laughs> like re, like set my underwear situation because I'm just they rode up all weird and stuff. Yeah. So it just looks bad. It's just not a good. It's but not anyway, sexy. She got that ass, but she got that fucking ass. Man. <laughs> she ass. did. She did get the ass, and then she sold the photos. Um, this last one's an interesting theory. You're actually, it's a little bit of a conspiracy too. In a way, we have to try to guess which X it was. This A-list actress slash sometimes director told a story about one of her exes. She wouldn't say which one, but she doesn't have that many. She said that the ex tried to use the carved mouth of a pumpkin as a way to pleasure himself. Apparently, when that didn't work, he used one of the eyes, but cut himself badly and had to wrap himself in a bandage for a week. Olivia Wilde. Wow. Wow. That was great. I was about to say Greta Gerwig. Who's the ex? Is it Ryan Gosling? Is it Justin Timberlake? Is it Jason Sudeikis? Or is it Harry Styles? Who do you think tried to fuck a pumpkin? I think it's Harry. I think Harry Whoa. fucked the pumpkin. You think Harry fucked I the pumpkin? I think Jason Sudeikis pump, fucked the pumpkin. I think Justin Timberlake fucked the pumpkin. Dun, dun, dun! Wow. Who fucked the pumpkin? Of course Justin Timberlake fucked the pumpkin. He seems inept. He seems like he has no understanding that like, you know what I mean? He's got like the, the reasoning of a toddler, it seems. You know yes. what I mean? That's true. He has no understanding of cause and effect. Your girlfriend's writhing around on the floor having, you know, uh, uh, an abortion, <laughs> and you walk in with your guitar and start serenading? I'm talking about the Britney Spears memoir. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, very, very, well, he was 19. Could you imagine? Ooh, baby, I love your ways. You're just you think riding around said, on the floor. Just, <laughs> you think that's what he played? My insides are But are this is why fire. I said Harry Styles, because as Holden often points out, people are mentally stuck at the age where they Got became famous. famous, which is why Leonardo DiCaprio's wearing his te- his pants like a teenager, right? Right, because he got famous when he was very young, and it's and so I think either Harry Styles or JT could be JT fucking the pumpkin because it's something uh, an adolescent a boy would do. Would do which, yeah, as we witnessed in American Pie, the whole yes. name of that movie is based on the part where he puts his <laughs> penis into a pie. And are we, we talking about a jack o' lantern? We're talking about a jack o' lantern. Jack o' lantern, right? yeah. Yeah. He's well, fucking the jack o' lantern. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I don't it's know. A carved I was mouth. I know. Maybe he just cut a hole in the side of a gourd. I don't know. I, that would work gourd better. Humping. I'm just saying, if you're fucking a jack o' lantern, don't you know that it's empty in there? It's not gonna feel like fucking a pie. But maybe you leave the, the <laughs> goosh inside or, and oh, you yeah. like the feel. You can't cut carve the, a jack o' lantern with the goop inside. I just carved a jack o' lantern. Well, he could pour a bunch of slime in it afterwards. <laughs> True, yeah. There's that post the post. Post-cut goop. Yeah, that's what you. That's what the goop got on the goop holiday <laughs> gift guide is yep. a, ja- a fuckable jack-o'-lantern with slime jack-o-lantern. in it. It's only twelve thousand dollars. Oh my god! On, worth the it. on the under a hundred dollars list is a bag of pumpkin guts that Justin Timberlake did fuck. So put his penis inside. Yeah, of you. there you go. <laughs> I think that I think the tips of the seeds would cut. Yeah, don't fuck tips a jack-o'-lantern. Seeds would cut indeed. Yeah, and it would all come. Well, he did cut himself badly, it says. And he had to wrap himself in a bandage for a week. His penis. He had to put his penis in a bandage 
for a week. Put it in a sling. <laughs> and Olivia Wilde was just like, yeah, I think that's fun because I'm evil. She is evil. Yeah. She makes vinaigrettes. <laughs> and calls it a fancy salad. Calls it a fancy she salad She makes dressing. the most basic salad ever and then is like, everyone wants to fuck me because of my salad. It's like, no, girl. Nah, bitch. They're all lying, Have dude. you eaten my lasagna? That's how you get That's a ring. You, well, I tried to fuck it and I cut myself blading. <laughs> yeah. Cut myself blading on a pumpkin, eh? Not uh, Jackie, what did what did you do for your spooky lasagna last week? You put some googly eyes on it. Yeah, I put some googly eyes on it, and then I also did style. I put the I put the blood with the knife stabbing out of it as well. Nice. Oh, okay, my suggestion. Yeah, wow. I used your suggestion, wow. and then I also put. Uh, but I did put little um, little eyeballs of mozzarella, and I put some olives, sliced olives, on top of it for the uh, pupils, and um, it kind of looked like eyeballs. There you go. Well, you're welcome for my suggestion. Thank you. Thank you. So. It's Can't good. believe you used Holden's suggestion. And not yours. I'm sorry. <laughs> and not mine. I'm sorry. Which was make a jack-o'-lantern out of the noodles well, and I, then fuck yeah, it. Which I, I will. Yeah. And then fuck it. This is the <laughs> right. problem. This is what I, I will say. Blade I did use the eyeballs to make a spooky face on one of them. So I did kind of make like yeah. a mozzarella turn. Yeah. No, it's fine. And the problem, you do want sauce on top of the noodles. So you can't just make a jack-o'-lantern out of the noodles and then put... So yeah, because then it's just dry ass noodles yeah. on the top. Like, what yeah. are we doing? Yeah, here? no, you're right. You're right. Holden was it. right this time. Holden can have this W. Just all, right, this all right, Sneezy. Are we getting out of here? My allergies are out <laughs> of control. The best, dude. We My got allergies are just, just so crazy. Sneezing so hard. You need a sneeze button oh. for the mic, like they have the cough button. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I would. I'm just. I'm glad you made it through. It's just my face is dripping. That's yeah. all. Oh, I, I recently out, heard on the top of the forehead. I recently heard a dirty joke about Sneezy, the dwarf from the Seven Dwarfs, and I'm trying to remember it. I think it was just like, why did why did um, Snow White close the blinds? Because she wanted to get a handful of that ass. Yeah, basically, she was feeling feeling sleepy. <laughs> I guess it's not about Sneezy. What? <laughs> Oh, she was, yeah, it was about sleepy. It's about sleepy. She was feeling sleepy. What the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) Jesus. Well, that was real. What, did you vote for the sexiest man on people? Are you the decider? Well, that was a real swing and a miss on my part. I think you killed it. Yeah, I, the joke I was, was good. Was... You remember the joke. It was just weird that you attributed it to a completely different character and you just said the joke <laughs> that you fully remembered and said a completely different character's name. Uh, Very bizarre. Oh, she God. was not feeling sneezy. Well, I'm glad, I thought you were going to say something about using snot as lube. I also I was like, is it going to be yeah. like a phlegm type thing. thing? I'm not looking forward to whatever this joke is about to yeah. be. <laughs> No, it wasn't that dirty. It wasn't page seven levels of dirty. It was like a normal person dirty joke. Regular dirty. Well, thank you for sharing, MJ. And thank you guys so much for joining us yes. on this week's episode. You can see, right? I, you can you, see. I, you have cleansed me with your truths. And you are welcome. And yes, I did write those Cheetah Girls books. Yes, yeah, girl. <laughs> um, I you wish that I had. Go- thank gooseness. Thank gooseness. Thank Don't gooseness. you forget it. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram. Instagram at Jack That Worm, and you can come hang out with me over on Jackie's Book Club. Like I said, we are in the middle of a little hiatus because we are starting a whole new series called A Soul to Keep. And it is, I have not read through, I only read the first like 20 pages of it, and I was like, you know what? This is the one that we're going to do. So come on board, patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. That's not the only thing you get on there, because you also get our 
extra episode every week called The Leftovers, as well as our $10 and up tiers. Also, every Thursday night, it's our Jersey Days. We hang out over on the Discord and we watch Jersey Shore together. It's the best. Check us out. Page have a podcast at gmail.com. Send in your conspiracy theories, all that good stuff yes. as well. As checking out the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast, as Jackie just mentioned. Twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho. Check me out. We are streaming all week long, but especially check out my Jack and with the Holdies stream that I do with Jackie. Uh, we are going hard uh, through the rest of the year on that uh, over uh, on Fridays uh, at 6 p.m. ET, twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho. I turned into a robot man just then. Yeah, I liked it. MJ! My name is MJ, and I'm MJK. L cat on Instagram. All right, let's sing the song. Shout, shout, let it all out. These are the emails that you wrote it about. Come on, we're gonna read them to you. Come on. It's time for the shout outs. It's time for the shout outs. Oh my God, is she still singing? Yes, she is. And you can send in your own shout outs to page7podcast at gmail.com. Again, that is page7podcast at gmail.com. Send in whatever the heck you'd like. We love hearing from you. It always brings a smile to our face. Our first shout out goes out to Jess. Jess says, my name is Jess and I'm a huge fan of the Page 7 crew. I started listening when I was going through a rough time and needed to add something to my podcast rotation that would help me laugh. Page 7 came to the rescue for sure. Believe it or not, the Gronky intro episode was just what I needed. Not sure what that says about me. It says that you're amazing, Jess. Jess continues on to say, the friendship you three have resonates through every episode as well as the chaotic humor. It seriously fills my cup every week. Thank you. I shared the podcast with my little sister Lizzie because she is just as warped as I am. Hell yeah, love sister love. Lizzie is a counselor for survivors at Pittsburgh Action Against Rape. She's dedicated her career to supporting the growth and healing of individuals who are often let down by the system and society in general. Oh my God. Needless to say, the heaviness of her daily life calls for a fun mental getaway. So she was immediately a fan, too. It's been so much fun to go through your catalog with her sharing our favorite episodes. We were fortunate enough to get tickets to see you in Pittsburgh. Oh, my God, I'm sad that we didn't drink with you in Naked Men, too. It was so awesome to see the show live and Wizard and the Bruiser. We fucking loved MJ Bravely celebrating their body amidst the Twilight Fever dream sketch, watching Holden doing his um, interpretation of breakdancing, and, of course, Jackie looking fabulous and rocking the cutest Crocs while slamming an ice like a champ. Lizzie's birthday is on November 6th. I would love it if you could give her a shout out to let her know how awesome she is, not only for supporting survivors at work, but for being my best friend and someone who can sit with me through the heavy shit and also cackle with me through the weird and funny shit. She deserves nothing but the best, and I would love your help in wishing her a wonderful day and a year full of happiness, health, and adventure. Oh my God, Lizzie, so much love to you and happy Happy, happy birthday, you beautiful scorp. Thanks to all of you for bringing your authentic selves to the audience weekly in a world where it often doesn't feel safe to do so and for building a community of folks who are trying to do the same while laughing along the way. Best Jess, I said so much love to you too, Jess. Thank you so much for sending in your shout out. 
Ooh, we've got some love coming in from Kendra, not only for us, but also for Thanksgiving. Kendra says, I want to give you Jackie Turkey Czar Sabrowski. Oh my God, if I should just get that tattooed on my breasts. A big shout out and thank you for never forgetting Thanksgiving and unbeknownst to you, sometimes my birthday. Kendra says, every November 1st, the world erupts in premature Christmas cheer while the unyielding drone of Jingle Bells smothers out the gobbles of a superior season. It pains me to see Mariah Carey defrosting each year as I know this diva will once again upstage everyone else in the world. But not you. Never, Jackie. You refuse to yield and for that I am forever grateful because I also love Thanksgiving. However, my love is selfish because I was born on Thanksgiving in 1990. So I've always merged the holiday with my birthday because unfortunately, as it goes with holiday birthdays, there were no friend parties. Everyone was away with family, so birthdays were always a little unremarkable for me, which makes the passive dismissal of Thanksgiving sting a little more in my adult years. But I always loved having my birthday aligned with such a special holiday anyway, because I got to choose my favorite side and dessert for the food spread, and I got to spend it with all my family, which made me feel extra loved. So thank you, Jackie, for making me feel secondhand special all over again every year, because you never forget the joy of Thanksgiving, and I will never forget the joy of you. Kendra. Happy early birthday. And I'm sorry that you get wrapped up. You get all wrapped up in the turkey of things. But thank you for sharing your joy and your love of your birthday along with the holiday season. So much love to you, Kendra. And our last amazing shout out goes out to Jake. Jake says, I just listened to the new episode and I heard Emily's shout out about sobriety. I recently emailed in about the Taylor Swift NBA conspiracy. La la la, I can't hear you. I don't read the conspiracy emails. And Holden read it on your show and it made my whole month. Oh, okay, well, that one I did know about. Sorry, the second I see conspiracy email, I keep going. But thank you so much for sending that in, Jake. But sobriety has been an issue for me, too. Roundtable and last podcast were my comfort shows. I listen to them all the time, and I still listen back to old episodes to make me feel like I'm in a room full of old friends. So many people have come and gone, but I'm engaged now. I have a new home, and I found myself living just like I did as a weary wannabe pastor in Kansas, drinking to swallow the problems I couldn't tell other people, drinking to feel grown up, drinking to kill a hangover and make it through a workday. I'm an executive chef and have spent the better part of my days trying to figure out how life works. My beautiful and loving fiance, Alexis, has been nothing but supportive of me. But it's time that I be supportive of her by quitting drinking. I'm seven days sober. <gasps> Congrats! As I write this, the longest I've ever been without a drink in my hand in the last two years. I've got her, I've got my dedication, but I also have you guys. Roundtable was fun to sit and drink to, but, and this is important, just as you have all grown in your lives, I'm starting to grow in mine. You, Jackie, and Holden and MJ are such great influences on me. You make me feel like I'm not the problem, but that everyone has a problem that they can solve. I open Spotify every day waiting for a new episode because this is my new roundtable. <gasps> this is my new group. I hope to be as thoughtful, funny, and sincere as you three in my new path forward. Here's to seven days and 777 more. I love you guys and all the love goes out to you, Jake. And thank you also for your separate private note as well. It makes me so happy. I'm so 
happy for you. It's so difficult to make that change and good for you. You are starting down an amazing path and I'm so happy that Emily opened up and helped open up this door for you. So much love to you. So much love goes out to you and your fiance. While you're planning, you can do it without drinking. I know the planning gets stressful. Wedding planning gets very stressful, but you don't fucking need it. You don't fucking need it. I love you so much, Jake. And I love everybody that sent in your shout outs. And heck, I love you even if you didn't send in your shout outs. But if you want to send in something, you can send it in to page7podcast at gmail.com. Again, that is page7podcast at gmail.com. I hope you guys have an amazing week. And I hope that your Thanksgiving season oh, is kicking off just mwah, so beautifully. And uh, to you. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra. Just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.